Oh boy. Here we go. All right. Welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, you should write a comment about it. I haven't seen a comment since June of 20. Uh, should be rounding out the quarter at this Hell's point. all the business. Uh, the quarter ends at the end of the month. So I, I like love. I know we switched over to the to the YouTube, YouTube comments and subscriptions. We need more. We appreciate it. But gotta start off the pod with the, with the solicitation. You know what I'm saying? So subscribe. <laughs> oh, I can't remember last time I went to church. So I used to go to a church back in the day where if they didn't get enough for the um, offering, they're like, "Man, the Lord that moved me to spend this shit back one more time." <laughs> so they would they would spend it back. You say shit, but anyway, um, episode one eighty four, gentlemen, ladies, five thousand Northside, Florida. Boy, J. Joe, best of me, best of me, mucho. And- I'm Jay. <laughs> Hey, Jay. I might remember Jay from the Jay episode. It was about, I think it was like our second year because I lived in the old house. It was a sister's Where episode, if I recall. I mean, your sister was on the episode too. My cousins, they my cousins. Y'all, y'all didn't know that, but. What year is this? You said in the second year. What year is this? This is, I think it's like the sixth year. That's, I think that's about right. I was just, I was curious. What? It was like 2018. So we started the podcast in 2017. <laughs> we had the sisters episode in uh, 2018. So, yeah. Okay. Look, Wood finally, Wood finally bought the piece. <laughs> we back. Hey, man. I mean, I want right, to give a love offering. The piece to, we, don't, we don't give a love offering to Wood. Like, all this, nigga, this nigga got the 90s, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. This, Backdrop. This is, yeah, thanks. Right. This is saved by right. the bell. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, you talking about Lisa Frank? Lisa, Lisa Frank, Frank was a movement. Hold up. Put some respect on her name. Don't do this. Yeah. Lisa Frank was, a, was not a moment. She was a movement. I think Liz Who Frank is, is like Frank? a disease. Lisa Frank with the colorful unicorns and the dog Maybe. marrying the cat. And like the the cover of every band trapper band. keeper and personal journal I ever had, like this color thing, stickers, all of the yeah. stickers. Is that it? Like hippopotamuses dating um giraffes. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> hippopotamuses dating giraffes. Yeah, you know that's a command. strong accusation on a podcast. You know how, ain't how, you know how I commanded the English language. <laughs> This dude, this dude on a conference call today tried to say compartmentalize, and he just gave up. He was like, hey boy, compare, Car park. Oh man, I can't even get it out. But what I'm trying to say, you know, if you just treat everything separately, like what? <laughs> this is that nigga. That nigga. That's me. I can't. I gotta say compartment first, and then add it later on, nigga. Because I like to roll blend the all the syllables together so it sounds right. The only people that really call me out on that is y'all. My whole life, we be trying to help you, man. Right. I got a fat. You tone. represent us. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's t- come on, we say advertisement in this, man. No, no, that's not. It's not like it's not like a sweet. I wasn't aware that I was invited to this episode. Okay, it's a privilege. And an honor, fellas. I'm just trying to explain what's going on with that. I always mean FaceTime. So, did somebody tell you you have a fat tug, or is that like so? Oh, I know, I know I have one because it's hard for me to like enunciate sometimes. (laughs) I mean, the thing is. And the thing is, when we have the podcast and we all look, I can look fat at Fat palate is not mirror. okay. <laughs> can I? Can we? Can, can we? Can we see your? Can we see your tongue? No. <laughs> this nigga be on all some right. content over everything. Everything. No, it's me. not, nigga. Like I'm just saying, I don't. I don't. I've seen people with fat tongues, and I don't know. If- your tongue is really fat. He gonna confront you in the break room. What was that shit you pulled out there, man? 
He's going to throw you into oh, the refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It should be a hug at the same time. <laughs> okay, that was funny. That was funny. Let me tell you something. <laughs> tell you something, motherfucker. Oh, Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. Y'all right here showing out. Y'all there here showing out for coming. Anyway, how y'all, how y'all niggas been, man? What's been going on, Charlie? I'm not going to acknowledge uh, National Women's Day. We have a woman on the podcast. Yeah, what's been going on with you, Jay? It's been a long time. Man, so much has happened. (laughs) Feels like many, many lives ago was the last time I was here, but I'm a spare wood. And just tell y'all some of the highlights. I had a baby. She's perfect. Amen. Um, Congratulations. Do we have a round of applause on that board? Love children. Oh, Lord. (laughs) You got a better applause than you right, had. Right, that's better applause. That bitch loud, too. And that's Shit. pretty much it. If any of you guys have ever been in close proximity with somebody who's had a baby, that's pretty much kept me busy the whole time. I'm sure you can understand. <laughs> that's what's been going on since the last time y'all saw me. I had a baby. That's it. That's cool. Babies are blessed. They are bloody. All right, shout out so. to National Women's Day and National Women's History Month. Chef didn't want to preface that with that. So we'd like to shout out all the women out there who listen to the podcast. Y'all keep us afloat. I think majority of our listeners are women too. So what does what mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and international. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Wood. He can't don't resist. Know. Don't tell him not to do it. Don't tell him not to be who he is. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Why? What, it what, is, I would, but I mean, when I, what you could say potentially is every day is Wednesday. Because of this patriarch. Oracle Society, D. I don't know, man. That's why I tell white folks, and they be like, "When's White History Month?" Wow, you really gotta do it. Okay. International month and month. Today's the day, but it's a month, right? Month as well. I don't know. April showers bring the May flowers. Easter's on the lunar calendar. Because it's a brunch of all. You sound like you have really cultivated an environment where women are appreciated frequently. And I love that for the women in your life. That sounds awesome. It shows. Yeah, absolutely. And that's cool. Um, How did y'all celebrate Women's Day? (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I just been telling all the women that I know Happy International Women's Day, yeah, my, and that I appreciate, and that I appreciate, huh? Yeah, yeah my one, yeah, one of my, one of my friends is in Egypt, so that counts. No, but for real, Jay, how, how, like, how is, it, how is it celebrated? Like, what's, is there anything that I see? I saw like <clears throat> stuff on LinkedIn where everyone posted murals of women um, being together. But that's really oh, nice. it's um, there's a word for it that I'm not finding right now. It, it's it's completely superficial. Like it's it's just a thing to say. It's like Black History Month at Fortune 500 companies. It's just something to talk about. It's a PR point. It nothing happens. That's fair. Okay, cool. <laughs> Any holiday can be a fucking holiday. That's Thank your you business. Did. I, th- I think I think we came up with that. Like, if it's a holiday, or at least an eating holiday, like, hey, let me show you mean. how much you mean to me. That feels right. I mean, it is. I think that's, what it, that's <laughs> right. probably what it is. That's that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah, nothing says love. Um, that's cool. So I wanted to uh, speaking of parenting, I wanted to get a poll from y'all real quick. What's how do y'all poll poll? I wanted to get a handle of how y'all, y'all discipline y'all. Y'all just do grounding or like take shit away. And his nigga just going this. rogue for no reason. Like we got eighteen subjects to the right. No, this is how I'm doing. Is... This is how I'm doing. So oh. it's it's fine. My answer. I just asked. I said. <laughs> Yeah, like what? 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 What, 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 what happened? Use? What? Is, I guess it. What, right. Yeah. Depends on what happened. The, the crime. Kids don't like school, man. Bullshit. And so I'm just trying. To like... <laughs> wow. Some kids like school. Wow. Some kids like school. Wow. Some kids like school. Say, 
Hell not I was raised in a house with some school. kids who like school. It happens yeah, occasionally. But like the textbook answer, as someone who has not come to that bridge and had the opportunity to burn it yet, you got to deal oh, with this your currency. first baby? That's your first baby? Yeah. I ain't never had no baby uh, before this baby. Okay. All you just right. out here no. giving me a baby mama body. That's I fine. didn't know. I, it's fine. Just what? just shave me openly, JJ. It's fine. Go ahead. Like, like you were saying, I'm sorry I interrupted. It's about their currency. It's about the kids' currency more than anything. So it your punishment depends entirely upon that child and the type of point you're trying to get across. I mean, if you are you a half measure parent, then you gotta work your way up to the real punishment. If you a one and done parent, then it's like, hey look, the doll you like lives in my room now and we're done. So it's just it depends on your kid and what matters to them. Yeah, it got to be something that they're going going to want. Like it, that's the only way for it to really be effective. So she got a tablet or something like that. You got to take the tablet. I, already did that. I have a girlfriend who's struggling with this right now because the only thing her child cares about, she can't bring herself to punish her in that way. The only thing her kid cares about is food, and I'm like that child would be eating bread and cheese until them yeah. grades get back together or until she can get positive reports from daycare period like she don't care about nothing but food okay well then she'll be on a, a saltine diet and she like i just yeah. can't do it daycare well it's not just daycare she's like seven now oh no that's elementary school no she's not in daycare oh, look no. it's not my kids i'm saying i don't know <laughs> exactly what grade she in i'm saying she, this has been okay i want to say that the kid is like eight seven or eight no she's a, no, no nobody's the child daycare. is not developmentally challenged the child is on par for her grade okay what don't do this with me food. tonight don't don't make this be a thing we could do this but uh -huh. we'd all prefer to not so the kid the kids her thing is she wants to restrict the food what's the kid doing though hitting other people oh, talking out of turn fighting bite well, fighting's not okay right. how's the home life on that with that child beautiful fantastic as far as i can tell i don't live in them people house now don't give so me the line maybe, maybe so that's that's a, a phenomenon that occurs like if the child is advanced or whatever like they get bored with the work and they act out so uh you can try to spin it into a positive too and you know sometimes that's when kids get tested for gifted and all that stuff so try mm -hmm. try to watch them out that was my thought that was my first suggestion <laughs> hey wood Hey, what? I I ain't gonna separate y'all too. All I got this. Ooh. I got this patch of grass right in right in my backyard. You can meet me at it anytime. Lord, man. Oh man, this is good feedback though. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna take food away, so that's not gonna work. I was just curious to see how what, like y'all styles are. No, I mean, most niggas don't really whoop no more. That's just dead. Mm, whooping ain't dead. Are you asking me? Yeah, I mean, tired. So I, I didn't um, give it much thought initially, but this was a long time ago. So I have a six-year-old daughter, and this was probably about 15 years ago or so. Like one of my homeboys uh, who had a daughter uh, at that particular time was saying that he didn't spank his daughter, never had, never had any intentions on doing so. The little girl probably was like four or five or so then. So that kind of stuck out to me because he was like, you know, he never wanted her to think that it was okay. So that stuck out to me and I intend on adopting that same thing, but I guess it could go either way. I'm not really sure. That's how yeah. it was presented to me too. So it was more like, eh, don't need to do that. But I know there's so much, so many more things that can be done outside the realm of that. So I, I'm trying to explore those options because I got to get shit together. Like we're trying to raise a good, responsible people that builds a certain level. I don't want to be the Marines though either. That's 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 a hey boy that's there's a big difference between punishment and discipline and that's what you're talking about 
we yeah, punish kids a lot of times for things that they've done and don't have nothing to do with trying to correct for future behavior. And that's what discipline is all about. And that's really what I'm on. I don't care about, like, it, it takes a lot for me to get annoyed by a child. No, y'all niggas piss me off all the time. But kids, yeah. Like, my daughter, like, my, 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 my baby daughter, she, she's, she's in intentionally annoying. That's her part of her personality. It bothers me at none. <laughs> my oldest... Um, like she, she's quirky. I don't care. It don't bother me. That, that type of shit ain't gonna bother me because they're children. What does bother me is if you lie, bother, give low effort and energy in what you do and trifling. So I hate all that. So I'm kind of like trying to get her wrapped around being more like a focused, thoughtful person. That's, that's kind of like what it is for me now. But I know that punishment, like, I mean, I took away TV, took away the tablet, did all that type of shit. Now I'm like on some, what else? Like, I mean, what, what, what I got, I mean, what would make you want to realize, like, just have some discipline about yourself things the right way the first time. So I'm, that's, that's what I'm really on. Yeah, man. I'm so, I'm so glad you started the podcast off parenting <laughs> styles. That's what's cool. So you had shit else to talk about. Awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to get some opinions. Sorry, that's what was going hey, on. Hey, man, and studies show that corporal punishment does, it doesn't help kids. It does more harm than good. So you shouldn't whoop your kids coming from somebody who doesn't have any children. But we can move on. 100% agree with J. Joe. And one final thought on discipline before we move on to your, you guys' lovely topics. It, the whole, all of that depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to have a well-behaved child, then you're going to do things a lot differently than if your goal is to have a well-adjusted adult. So when you're looking at it from the perspective of, I want to have a well-adjusted adult at the end of this parenting process, then it, everything changes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Preach. Preach. Let's get into the topic. So I was so interrupted. Um, and, and then nobody even asked you how your day, like how your week was. Like you I just told you. I just, I, just, I, I, I just told you. I just told you what it was. But anyway, um, back to what we, we brought in um, Jay um, because we wanted to get. She didn't agree with our point of view last week on the pod, so I wanted to bring and she some representation and in because representation matters. See, are uh, we are not one of those pods that don't want to hear. A woman's point of view so here you are and i don't remember what we what was we fussing about what was it all right it, it was about uh black men not feeling comfortable being vulnerable oh, around black women yeah. oh, yeah. I um and you're not on the island you're probably the third uh person who said something to me about it who didn't agree with what we were saying like we would it was just all cap so the floor the floor is yours okay so i'm i'm recalling some of what i i remember hearing and it was a lot to do with women black women specifically not being interested in a, a particular type of black man whether it be the artsy guy or the the feelings emotions guy the i'm gonna paint every one of my other fingernails black guy you know those dudes and and whether or not black women specifically are interested in those types of dudes and i think that this is another one of these little pockets in our culture where we are still operating from antiquated beliefs some levels consciously some levels not consciously so i think a lot of women that i know are very much open and interested in that guy on the same level that they are open and interested in non-black men it's something that is like sure okay while i'm out here i mean it they're not going to be the first choice per se. Like, I mean, the classic model black man, like you can't improve on some designs, but like this alternate alternative dude, this artsy off the beaten path, black dude, he is getting plenty of play. I know the women who are interested in him. I have been dragged on these raggedy ass double dates. Like this whole 
black women don't want men who have feelings. Black women aren't interested in men who are draped across the cover of ebony covered in flowers. I don't know who y'all polled or where these were. Like, it just did not ring true at all. But it is a trope that had been true. So I feel like it's a situation where y'all didn't just pull this opinion out of your ass per se. It's something that used to be true. And maybe you haven't, you might not have your finger as close to the pulse as you think you do. And and things have been changing. We, we've been evolving over here. The classic black man. There is no problem. Have you seen a movie with Morris Chestnut in it? That's what they're looking for. Everything else is a variation of that. I mean, if you're looking for a snapshot of it, that's the closest image I can give you that we can all relate to and agree on is black masculinity. I'm not going to try to make it a monolith or say that we even view you that way. Like, uh, best man. He was kind of a head, head Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know y'all. Y'all ain't straight. Like, have you checked in with black men lately? Y'all not straight. <laughs> so, so I guess your rebuttal is that that, like you said, that once was true, but women, these black women nowadays are now uh, open and honest and a friendlier black woman who uh, don't care if a man cries. Uh, Requires it. If it's, not, not just friendlier if, and open to your emotions. Like, I need you to be evolved. Where are your receipts from your therapy? Otherwise, don't you can't ride this ride. Yeah. Right. So when do you think that happened? Like the shift? Like the changing, um, uh, I think it's it's kind of um, it's been a while coming, and I think this whole big mental health push. I think there's a whole generation of women who are dealing with these mental health diagnoses for their children, and unfortunately, a lot of them don't have or didn't have the male role model in their home. So they the whole concept of men being this whole entity or creature that you know is not just a wallet or a condom. Like he has thoughts, feelings, emotions, ideas, dreams, that whole concept. They can't really visualize it until they have these sons that they're calling their princes and their kings and their man and all that weird shit. So I think dealing with man man's diagnosis has helped a lot of women. A byproduct is a lot of women are able to see, okay, wait, this is the big version of man man and he might have a diagnosis as well. Or he might need a diagnosis or he might, you know, it's something that you can't relate to until you can see it. And now that we're seeing it, you can relate it to other things. That's how you build these, you know, that's synapses. You build these little relationships in your brain. All right. Give it up for the woman's point of view. Let's get into these topics for today. Uh, well, first thing that's on, that came across the desk, I think it's something that was very important. Interesting. Niggas in Mexico um, were abducted for us from South Carolina. Okay. From South Carolina. Uh, they were driving to South Carolina from South Carolina to border city in Mexico. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like they go they go to um they go to this border town in uh Mexico. They're immediately abducted by the cartel. Like a cart I don't know which one I'll get about the cartels, but they were abducted by the cartel. Um it was reported that two of them them were murdered. One was and the, the the one woman in the was the one that didn't get harmed or sort of like the story was that she was going to Mexico for a tummy tuck. Three men that came with her came uh someone with her to go to Mexico for to get her tummy tuck. Apparently she had the proceed. I don't get the whole story around, around that, but she had the proceed. It was the second, she, they said she had, I, I read she had it. So shade room again. So they were wrong. Um, but she did, I did read that she's coming there for her second round. She had some sort of procedure. Yeah, she'd been there before. Uh, so I think, I don't know. So my first thought was because I've been watching 
Uh, shout out to Snowfall. Been watching Snowfall. Please don't ruin anything. Now. I'm not. I'm not caught up. So I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I think uh, this is Snowfall C2 really, but shit type type shit. But in general, I think what they were trying to do um, was they were trying to get to the plug. And every drug movie I've ever seen or drug show I've ever seen. When you try to get to the plug, it ends in violence. It never ends positively, except for on BMF. But in general, it's not a really bad idea to try to get to the plug. These small time niggas went to, <laughs> went to Mexico thinking shit was sweet. Yeah, and ended bad thoughts. Um I agree. I don't I don't believe the they were just going down there to help out their they good homegirl get her tummy tucked um i you know i it, it just doesn't smell right to me and i i was looking at some of the comments of it and somebody was like see that's just like black people like we'd be mad if white people were saying some of the shit that we're saying about this like whenever there's violence against black people people are always trying to make the black people like uh they basically victim shaming but the thing about black people, we kind of know what black people do and what they don't do. And this shit doesn't seem, this nigga just going to eat ice all in the microphone. Um, like we not on podcast. Um, like it's not an audio adventure. Um, but niggas know what niggas do and what niggas don't do. And this shit just looks, sounds like somebody got wind. Like, hey, damn, they got fucking Viagra for five dollars we can flip them for twenty dollars at the pharmacy whatever it was they were going down there for a play and nigga, you just can't be riding around mexico uh all willy-nilly i think we talked about uh ch checking in in one of them episodes like yeah let's check in with somebody before you cross that border and if you don't have a nigga to check in with you don't go you don't go you don't or, yeah you a, you t don't, a t, t scott a t scott that nigga's definitely sitting on the cactus playing the guitar nigga. Right. worst 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 support animal. i don't think i don't i, I think every Chick who I know that got in a BBL is gone with a girls. Like it's like a girls trip type shit. Like that was the first red flag for me in this story. Nobody is taking three niggas with them to get plastic surgery. This makes no sense. That was when I started to smell the Justice movie right there. Right. Three niggas with you to get the no. No. I, th I think I think we're not gonna get the truth. I mean, the fact that this was announced. So I saw a story where the president of Mexico announced the shit happened during one of his press conferences. This shit's a bigger deal than what they're they're trying to let on here in America. I think what's happening is, and I think I saw an article. I don't know if you sent it to me. I thought you sent it to me, but something about how um, basically like, there's been a trend where like drug traffickers have been coming to Mexico, like directly to the border, to try to get make transactions and shit. And it keeps on ending poorly. Like this shit was reported, but in general, like, like we're not gonna hear everything that happened. We're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get the whole story. <laughs> we still don't know what happened to the, the the black girl who got beat up and died in Mexico. Like it's because I, I thought them people was indicted. But what we don't, but we still don't have. Uh, we still don't know. That's what I'm saying. Everything was speculation with that. It's just like it's speculation with this. I mean, because they're black, it's you know, it's once the next news cycle comes around, they are gonna forget about it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I mean, gonna... they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna interrogate, interrogate the people. You know what I'm saying? The survivors. But I mean, they probably just gonna keep lying and shit. Or whatever, whatever. So, we probably won't get to the end of it. Shame, shame, shame. I don't want to go go to Mexico no more, no more. That was funny, guys. That was. <laughs> Grab you by the collar and make you pay a dollar. Yeah, that's a cautionary tale. That shit used to get you play in third grade. <laughs> but in sixth grade, Jay, like they called us, called me a punk. Because they was like, and, he's like, and you got titties. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I didn't have any. And we was both just getting picked on. Then. So what was going on? If you had, if you had titties, why'd you go jump rope? <laughs> I, I enjoy jumping rope. That's that. Okay. 
Okay, I'll right, that's I'll right. Like, nah, I'm gonna pass. I was like, man, this is fun for me until it, until it, until it wasn't, until it, oh, man. until it was immediately shut down. I be, I be wanting to give baby chef a hug, man. Okay, I, I was day, bullied man. in school too, chef. It's okay. I am um baby chef's um wildest dreams come true. So it's all good. You are, man. You are. <laughs> I am. I'm like, I want this and this and this. I want an accurate legend. Yeah, I want big, big strong big calves. And, and I want a six man. foot two. That's cool. And you got a and you got a mansion on the water now. Look at you. Right. Uh-huh. Definitely did. <laughs> and a fat fat tug and all. Right. That's, that's, I still got this for that. That that ain't gonna go away. Anyway, how many niggas? Never mind. I'm not, nope, nope. I'm not gonna ask. You right. You right. right. Anyway. One, two, who who? Three. Oh, I knew you. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Wait a Speaking of unruly niggas, um, John <laughs> Who did he give the thumbs up to? John uh, Cartel. Come on. John Morant is a basketball player. Grew up in a good fam- two-parent home, loving parents. Uh, Change it to John Warren. <laughs> I didn't make that. I didn't. I didn't make that up. That's Twitter. So go ahead. Oh, I thought I was about to say that's really good. But anyway, um, Ja ignorant. I like Ja ignorant better. But yeah. So anyway, Ja Morant plays the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, ja Morant has been acting the ass like Ja. Don't do that. I didn't say John. I said Ja. <laughs> this nigga said Ja Man, Morant. You say Pat Sonny, you say anything. <laughs> you definitely say Ja Morant. It's <laughs> anyway. a fat tongue. It's a fat tongue, dog. Oh. Anyway, uh, John Morant uh, is suspended from the NBA indefinitely uh, for flashing a gun on Instagram. He's also done a bunch of other little shit um, throughout, the, throughout most of this NBA season. I guess they said they want him to get the help he needs. Uh, with that said, like we talk about mental health and things like that, I don't want to use that excuse for John Morant. I think the nigga's just a brat. Oh, <laughs> being a big kid. That's that's a great question. I mean, because here's the thing. I know that people are pro-therapy, and I think there's probably benefits there. Um, But what I've gathered from it also is it's like really sit down, tell a nigga your business, and be like, that's okay to feel that way. So what is John Morant about to say? A nigga who came up in a good family, running the AAU circuits, had pretty much a not... Not not a bad life. He didn't come from no hardcore city from Sumter, South Carolina. I've been to Sumter. Sumter cool. Sumter of I. And then he's it was the second pick in the NBA draft. Huh? That's Fort Sumter in Charleston. I'm talking about the, the, the town of Sumter. He's talking about where he drove to to see that girl. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, that's where I drove to see that girl. I think they might they might know each other. Anyway, I think that might have got to be real. Full that, circle. That's that's true. You have a good memory. That's why I was, that's why I was a vibe. Let me tell you, you heard that whatever nigga uh fuck. <laughs> Whoever they get some pussy at, it's always a vibe. Like, that can, <laughs> nigga, is that why I said it? Boy, that shit is cracking, nigga. Y'all niggas is That is why I said it. That is a vibe, nigga. Dog, this is right. Question straight, nigga. That's right. Uh, this nigga says Sumter is a vibe. But wait, so what you're, what, you're, what you're supposing is that because he comes from a two-parent home, where both of his parents love him, that he can't possibly have issues that he needs to work through, or that he can't possibly have things that are holding up his personal development. Oh no, he definitely has things holding up his personal development because he's waving his gun and pointing lasers at niggas and having goons put on niggas. I think, but there's also a such thing as being just kind of a brat and a dickhead. Like that's, that is a thing. For Some sure, just ain't cool. And I, I, agree. Know, I don't know if like I don't know if. Like if you're just that's you at your core, how much can you do to fix it? I think the way that it 
only thing that might work for Ja is gonna be some tough love. Um, I don't really know his story. I don't know what the, the root of it, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he didn't get whoopings. That's what happens when you don't whoop. That's what happens when you don't whoop your child. That's Where the real killers are. Hey, boy. 30. In three hours. I tried to tell you about Memphis. I tried to about Memphis three episodes ago. Y'all wouldn't listen to it. No, the nigga acts like week. a nigga who ain't never gotten into a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what he acts like to me. Like, somebody who's never been punched in the face. And, like, I feel like he's probably been, like, the the golden child of his family. So they really don't discipline, discipline. He never really got disciplined, disciplined. And all his friends like him because he can play basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's like he just, he probably could do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? And he probably fell in love with rap music like everybody else has. But he doesn't have, like, real life to fall back on, kind of like, to... Get the juxtaposition number two. It's kind of like when you go see Karate Kid or Rocky and you leave out the movie theater, you want to kick and punch people, blah, blah, blah. I think that's how he feels when he listens to music that he wants to he wants to be this gangster. But nigga, you ain't gangster. You know what I'm saying? That that ain't in you. you tell the way he, he, he was dangling that gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that ain't. No, that nigga did the gun like this. But just but shit like that. But but if you go back to some of the shit that he's accused of, we go back to that uh, uh when his mama called him. Can we talk about the mama called him and said she got into it with the little nigga at Foot Locker, and then this crazy. nigga mobbed up. So as a mother though, why would you put that battery in your son's back? You know what I'm saying? Like this is what I'm saying. Because when you're right, so oh, something ain't right yeah. in that household anyway. Right. Right. Maybe his mama want. Maybe everybody in his family want to be a gangster. Who knows? But like, if your mama ever call you and say that you got into it, that she got into it with somebody, like at that point, you gotta be like, all right, this is my mama. I gotta go see what's up. But when you get to Foot Locker and see the nigga is in eleventh grade, you just maybe talk some shit. Don't talk to my mama like that and walk off. But like, what time did you get off work, nigga? Like that's a nigga trying too hard, man. Like nigga, I don't want to fight anymore you know what i'm saying like i fought for stupid shit because i rode with a group of niggas that like to get drunk and talk shit so you know what i'm saying i got in fights but i would never try to get in a in a fight and especially when you work that much you know what i'm saying you have that much to lose so i i don't know because as much as his daddy support him on the court i don't know how much that nigga daddy support him off the court because this is some dumb shit after the after the first two shits and all this shit has to do with like gun shit brandishing gun like this gun shit ain't play play. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. Now the day be at every game shooting the shit and happiest son. Um, eh, I guess I, I guess we I guess it is the parents. He came in a two parent. I, one of my homeboys said that he was that T Morant's the worst present father ever. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> rough. He would have been a better he would been a better son if that his nigga daddy wasn't there. If he was absentee. Yeah. <laughs> he might not be able to do nothing with him though. He yeah, might not be able to do nothing. He might not be able to do nothing with him. <laughs> nah, right. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. But failure in parenthood as well. But I mean, you, you make a good point. But even just speaking on his behalf might have been beneficial too. I'm like, this nigga's literally everywhere. He's been everywhere since this nigga's been in the league. Like he's been all over. Like he's a half step below um, what's to call it? Falls, Falls, Daddy. Um, yeah. Lavar. Yeah, yeah. Right. When we were 20, I mean, he's 23 years old. When we were 23, our father still had a pretty high level of authority in our lives. In terms of like, 23, nigga, right now, nigga, if I go to my homeboy yeah. house and his daddy tell me to do some shit, I'm gonna do the fuck that nigga daddy tell me to do. Like, no, you're right. Point, and, that, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, that nigga daddy, I don't give a about any of y'all, like, sit all them niggas down, you, Ray Ray, Kiki, all y'all niggas, I don't give a fuck about all y'all niggas. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to have that father to son to friend talk. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, my nigga homeboy, mama sat me down one time because I was using the term mammy. I said, you know, we were just 
cracking on each other. Like, nigga, your mammy. She had one of them, like, y'all need to sit down. And this is why you don't say the word mammy. And uh, you know what I'm saying? And you just respect that shit. I don't know. Yeah, old school upbringing, though. Different now. That nigga daddy must do dope. That's why you don't respect the nigga daddy when he on drugs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nigga, <laughs> let me tell you. Hey, boy, water around my head on a slip. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, this obviously not physically disciplining their daughters thing is very new to this generation. Like, get out of here. Yeah, but that's mostly because dads were still spanking wives at that time as well. I really hate, I really hate that men and young boys got left off the human rights movement when it did come around because it's it's coming around for a lot of different groups but people still did this did the bullshit with oh boys are easier to raise all of that that whole thinking that's because they still not raising y'all for real and that's why y'all still giving us hell as adults but that was just a tangent in my mind i'm sorry carry on yeah. It's all right but and the thing about daughters is you're right like because i know when i my second one was born, I was like, I was relieved I was having another girl because it's it, there's an, another layer of work that's required for boys, I, I imagine. And it just seems a little bit scary because, like, whoever you put out in the world, you putting a pit bull out in the world, like, it could be a good pit bull or a bad one. So it's like, I think you about to bring out your, what you mean? Like, if he's soft, like, if he's soft, you mean? He's not a pit bull. Yeah. Is it? Uh -oh. That depends on how you're dealing with them. They might be a lot less aggressive towards you than they would be towards someone like me. So your experience of that black man might be different than my experience of that black man. No, so there you go. It's not rhetoric. You've answered your question right there. It's not a rhetorical question. The question is asked and answered. You should not try to breed out or beat out aggression or, or beat in aggression into a boy or drive aggression into a boy for the sake of what? Someone else's comfort level and their experience of that person? No, he should be the best him that he should be, not make other people comfortable with how he is. We're not living our lives based off the gays. That's insane. And that's how- Are you saying, are you saying, the, are you saying the gays, like sight gays or gays? Yeah, G-A-Z. Okay. No, no, she she no, she meant gays like other people other people watching, not sexuality. Yeah, like other people watching. You don't want to live your life from the perspective of the watcher who's going to No, you want to you want to have a good life, not have a life that looks good. So, I'm not worried about raising my daughter to be palatable for other people to experience. <laughs> that that's not really on the radar of things I worry about. Well, yeah, a lot more palatable than y'all have been because Things are not going well, but I mean, y'all don't I would go say off. That, I would say that, yeah, men do have to be palatable. Like, we got to be realistic because we go into, like, the most simplest terms. People don't be having kids no more. Like, we're going to die off because people don't be wanting to procreate. Because, because what you guys believe and what you've been programmed to believe very intentionally and very systematically is that women are not going to be physically attracted to you. Like you just said, that our species will die off if we could see or had regular access to who you actually are on the inside. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. <laughs> sure, I, I agree with that. Hey boy. You go round and round and round, you get so close to what the real issues are and you just never make it all the way there. So the, the, what's, what you're calling not programming is, is the programming that I'm talking about. 
and what you're saying and what this process that you're saying where men go through hold on i turned my volume down i can turn it back up i had turned it down to go get a charger um <clears throat> this process that you're saying that men go through where they develop this skill set that gets them you know the mate that they desire that whole process is the hurt that women are talking about healing from in their 30s after that first divorce when we start becoming the type of women that y'all are actually interested in but that's I, that's I, what you're saying there's no way for i'm sorry you feel that way like i can't help you from where you are i can't sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that's been your experience i, I know i know okay that's just not true you can't you cannot negate the the impact of culture in adolescence and in the decision-making process you cannot pretend that oh well it's just men and women and if i say that enough times in a row in my voice and it's going to sound valid no there's a whole hey, other wait, system what, that i heard it what, three times what, that you said it would but what else is it i mean what else it's, is it's it easy to oversimplify it and say there, there are women and there are men. And as long as women treat men this way, then men will behave that way. And there's nothing else involved. There are whole ass multi-million dollar companies that are divested and invested in making sure that women treat men this way so that men can treat women that way so that lipstick prices can still go up every time we have a war. Like we cannot pretend that there are not other powers at play. I'm not saying it's the crackers, it's the patriarchy. <laughs> it's a specific set of crackers. Yes, it's the patriarchy. Once again, making you feel like the rejection you experienced early in your life has to set the tone for the rest of your decisions and you can't just be the weirdo you wanna be and women won't feel it that's why the women who do feel y'all and wind up with y'all wind up in therapy with y'all trying to figure out who you actually are underneath all the other representative that you've been sending your her way so that she would pay you attention it's a whole hot mess express but it's fine you are where you are in the journey it's fine i think we're gonna go with another layer layer deeper because we're about to talk about this chris rock special oh thing about the chris rock special. i saw it, saw it when he, they came when he came to orlando so it was the same show he did in orlando with the exception of the end so i fell asleep on it because i already saw it um, i mean i thought it was fine when i watched it in orlando i thought it was a, a decent show it wasn't like one of his best ones but it, was, it was cool i had no issues with it uh, in the end he at least he went in on will smith like he didn't really say much about will smith during his tour show but during the netflix special it seemed like he went the fuck in and um I, I, mean, I think people took issue like i mean i heard arguments on both ends uh, but most of it was backlash against chris rock because they said they shouldn't he shouldn't have been speaking on will smith's um, relationship or uh, furthermore or speaking on jada um, pinkett smith further than he did um to kind of just you know like he doubled down on my ass she ain't shit or whatever um, but in general i thought the show was funny I mean, the show I saw in Orlando was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think it was anything wrong with what he said about Will Smith. I mean, because in general, he was basically saying it was selective outrage in terms of how he addressed um, Chris Rock. And it was. I mean, I think he was taking issues that he had going on in his marriage and kind of using Chris Rock as a scapegoat. Kind of goes back to the point that we just talked about, you know, getting there, kind of deal with the situations that you're dealing with. Um, and that's what happened. But what did y'all think about the show um, in general? And I mean, did you see any sort of controversy from it? Like, I mean, did you see any sort of issues with what Chris Rock said, uh, style of the show and things like that? Man, I'm going to start off with the, uh, I watched it. Um, okay. So first off, I thought it was, uh, I like the fact that it was live, right? Uh, I think that's something that Netflix should look into doing. Uh, and I was thinking like, I wonder why he chose to do it live. Um, because once you do it, once you, once it's live, there's no editing. You know what I'm saying? So it took uh, big nuts to do it 
Anyway, um, Chris Rock, uh, I'm I'm a fan of Chris Rock's comedy, but he's not like a laugh out loud to me anymore. Um, I just like to, I think his perspective on things is humorous. So I'm more so like listen for his perspective. And it's, the shit is still entertaining and it's still comedy. It's just, and it's funny, but it's not like I'm like, ha 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 ha, like a Dave Chappelle or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if, Chris Rock is just like a regular funny nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you hung out with like Eddie Murphy or Dave Chappelle and even Kevin Hart, like, I feel like as far as like quick wit and just like being funny and just a fun nigga to be around and be a funny nigga, I don't know if that's Chris Rock. With all that said, um, again, I thought it was entertaining. The last 10 minutes, uh, he fucked up the first joke going into the, the whole Will Smith thing and it threw off his comedic timing. So it looked like he was, he was rushing through it and kind of fumbling over the jokes. I think one, because he was passionate about what he was saying and I think he was nervous about what he was saying and it was all live. So I think if he would have taken a couple more beats, I think maybe the end part might have been better and it might have hit better. Um, as far as the subject matter, I know people are, they piling on them for calling Jada a bitch. Um, I don't know. They, a lot of people saying that they feel like that was, he went too far with Will Smith, but I mean, that nigga's been, I mean, that nigga was hurt. This is the only way he had to fight back. Um, he did get the shit slapped out of him in front of like millions of people. And you know, he kind of kept it cool and this was just him finally like punching back. Um, some people might think it's corny, some people not. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to get smacked. So, I mean, if this is what that nigga wanted to do to get his lick back, man, I mean, that's what he did to get his lick back. So, I don't know. I got to watch the end part again to see if it's as bad as people say it was because at the time I was just more so frustrated that he couldn't get his jokes out. We can hear you. I can see your face in the other thing, but not the main thing. Nah, I did not. I didn't get that either. I didn't... I mean, I saw he messed up. I was, but the, the thing with me was, I was fine that he messed with him messing up because he reversed and started. I was like, I meant to say this. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. And I'm fine with. I mean, oh, people fuck up. So and it was a live show. So I was like, I'm just happy you corrected it so I could get the joke. Um, so I mean, we 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 all. I mean, like we we enjoy comedy, study comedy. Here's my thing. I don't want to get y'all's thought. I don't think he wrote that none of that shit. Man, I don't think he wrote it. So, because it didn't sound like, to your point, what it didn't sound like his voice, and he and he was fumbling, he was fumbling the content. I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock's like, like one of my favorite comedians. I don't think he's like the best comedian, but he's like one of my favorite because, of like, you know, I think he's introspective. And what he does when he leads up to a show is he runs that show in lower comedy clubs. He runs it into the ground because um, for one, he's like highly critical of himself. So he he always tweaking, he wants to like deliver the right type of show. But also because he wants, like he has some, he has some mental shit. So he has to be able to have his show together in a way that he could deliver it and not have any issues. Like he has some learning disabilities and things like that. So he needs to have his shit packaged in a way that, that where he's well prepared. So I don't think he wrote the end of it because it wasn't the same as the touring show. And I think someone else was like, you should say all this shit and just spew all this shit and just and get it out. You know what I'm saying? In a way that maybe not is not in your nature, but in a way that gets your point across because I mean he said some a few things about Will Smith, but he didn't want he didn't want to say shit about that nigga um during during the touring show. So I think someone well, put yeah. a battery in his back and I'm fine with it. I mean it's cool. I don't think he wrote uh, no, because you couldn't you couldn't um you you couldn't work that material in the clubs like the shit on Will Smith shit because that shit would it would have hit the news waves. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody would have heard about it like 
I think he alluded to something at one time. Like, uh, he said something about, like, a mad rapper type shit joke in one of the cities he was in. And, like, everybody heard the joke. So it wouldn't hit the same. <laughs> no pun intended. It wouldn't hit the same. Um, I don't know. He he could have written it. And maybe he might have gotten help with it. But I think he was just, he hadn't worked the material the way he wanted to. He was nervous because it was live. And he was nervous because he was, he was about to, like, let this nigga have it. And... Like I said, it was he had some passion behind it too. So I don't know, man. You watch it? No, I appreciate that. I mean, you can you can skip stud music. We'll save that for another time. You know, what? The thing is, I had the perfect segue because <laughs> Buddy from Sweetie Pies is built like a stud. I was gonna he use is. that, but yes, yes. Sorry, I, I didn't get to use it, but it's cool. Um, What's that nigga name? So Buddy from Sweetie Pies got what did he get? He get life? Yeah. So is it? Did anybody watch the Sweetie Pies show? Am I the only person I don't watch Sweetie Pies. I watched Sweetie Pies from beginning to fucking mm-hmm. end. So uh, I watched Sweetie Pies because I love soul wait, food. Wait, I love. Huh? Would you Would you ask five thousand? Huh? Right, he's sleep. Oh. What you talking about? Oh, I see him. I guess I'm the only one that sees him. <laughs> I see him, but he didn't say that. He just said something to me. Okay, that's weird. He said everyone's gone. But anyway. Uh, this is real weird. This is spooky now. This shit. No, so I watched the Sweetie Pie show. Uh, I wish I knew Buddy's name. That's why I referred to him as Buddy. But uh, Miss Sweetie Pie, Miss what's it, Miss Robbie. Robbie. Her her son. Um, uh, so the the backstory is uh, St. Louis Soul Food Restaurant. Uh, she used to be a, a backup. Miss Robbie was a backup singer to one of them people. Let's say Ray Charles. Fuck it. Um, and her son went to jail. He got out of jail for some bullshit. Um, nigga's very hippie. The nigga has big old hips. Him, um, him, yep. Him. So anyway, as the show progresses, you see them opening up uh, two more restaurants, uh, and then they had a Miss Robbie had a nephew that came. Well, nah, great nephew, a grandson, his nephew, who came to live with them because he was getting in trouble, whatever city he was in, and he would work at the restaurant. You know, he had a little rough around the collar, but uh, rough around the edge. Uh, but he was cool, whatever. Rough around the collar. Anyway. This nigga sets up his nephew to get killed. I don't know why. Uh, it's the dumbest shit ever. Like, the motherfuckers had income coming in. But that nigga, that nigga is the fucking worst. Like, why would you do that? And from what I heard, um, all the Sweetie Pies have now closed down just because of all the backlash and, like, bad publicity. So I never even got to taste any Sweetie Pies. So that's really... Mm-hmm. Fucking me up with this. I, I had to be wood, but what did the nephew do? The nephew didn't nothing. Like nothing. He killed. He killed him. Try to get insurance money. Are we certain? Like that? He just like set him up to, to die. Yeah, he just wanted the insurance. He had a life insurance policy on him, so he wanted to get the bread. You kill my but nanny, like, you gonna just, die. Why not just burn down one of them sweetie pies like everybody else does? Like, I mean, but he was also a terrible person. I mean, the thing about sweetie pies, I. So I used to hate watch Sweetie Pies because everyone was so terrible. And I was like, no one on this show is like necessarily likable. So I watched it from that point of view. I didn't like Tim. I didn't like Tim's wife. Robbie was kind of mean. Because Robbie was is kind of a hood rat. She like has a song out called Thinking About Cheap. Like that she just put out. Like I'm like, it's Robbie, you go to be um singing still, but you also go uh, to be singing uh, City Girls type shit. So they, they kind of stuff like do, but I don't know what to make of them. Uh, so, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a happy day he got his time in prison, but I don't know what to make of, you know, hope everything works out. Well, he'll be somebody big old bitch, too, boy. Somebody. Hey, boy, everybody, you show this sick. Right, that nigga. Thick-ass palate. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so we'll, we'll see that. Um, we're going to pray for who? Hold on, that nigga? We're not praying for that nigga. We're going to pray for their family, man. Like, All right. Yeah, because he did have a son on the show who... He did have a son, like a little kid. Yeah, he was like well, free, free. He was like a preemie. So, I mean, he had it, like help. 19? No, he was, he was, he was way younger than 19. He, like, uh, on the show, didn't he divorce his old lady? Like, I don't think they ever got married. I think they got engaged. He was terrible, so I mean, I get it. Right. Yeah, because at one point, like, she was going out on dates, like, trying to find, like, a new nigga, but still, like, talking to his mama, which was always weird and shit. So. Yeah, everybody on that show was terrible. Like, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it was in St. Louis, so. Shut up. St. Louis up there in the fuck nigga cities, like, out of St. Louis. Like, I guess it's pretty terrible. Anyway, I ain't never met no St. Louis haters, though. Niggas from St. Louis ain't really haters, though. I, I just dress like they're not haters, but they're lunatics. Like, they're Midwest niggas, like Midwest niggas ain't like, you know, as a Midwest nigga, I'm like, not my favorite, it's not my favorite region of niggas. Right. And the women of Midwest masculine, don't forget that. Midwest mask, like St. Louis women, they rough, they rough, boy, they rough, not my favorite place. Um, but St. Louis women said what collar shirts? AJ, have you ever uh, dated a guy with uh, large hips? I know I've been able to avoid Marcus Gurley. Uh, Marcus, what's that from Girlfriends? Yeah, from the girl. Girlfriend. Shout out. Do you like do you like men with ass though? Do you like a little ass? Um, I don't. I'm I'm not partial to the skinny fellas. No, if that's no, what no, you're I'm, asking. I don't. I don't like the little one. Nigga with some ass. I mean, it's it. It's not a deterrent. It's not something I'm looking for. Well, but, but it won't turn you off. It won't turn you off or on. It just... I mean, it could be too big. If if, if, if you look assy, <laughs> that's a problem. You can't be assy. Like I have a I have a really small butt, so it's not. I'm not gonna say if your butt bigger than mine, because I mean that's not. That's a tallest midget a little person, contest, little person. but like. If you look assy, if somebody see you coming, they be like, "This, here come this assy nigga." <laughs> like, I go work. Good, good, good to know. Good to know. So, um, saw something on the board about fake Kanye, and then I went to these videos. I, I started looking up because I was intrigued. Uh, interestingly enough, I feel like I, me and my wife talked about this too about how Kanye has grown. Like whoever this Kanye is, is like a giant original Kanye that we. You talked about it on the pod. We talked about Kanye. We did talk about it. Why is it so no, I was just, I was just, I was just fortifying my Colonia. Uh, did you backspace on that? I did backspace. <laughs> that nigga was racing the shit out there, motherfucker. What? Like, right. bah, 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 bah. <laughs> so all that shit. So you, you did some research about Colonia before the shit really blew up, right? That's what I'm trying to. I just was oh, showing y'all, man, Kanye really might, that might really be a fake Kanye. So who is he, man? I don't know, bro. It's a it's plant. Right? It's a clone. Last created. Last created Kanye. All right. I like big box and I can't lie. Sorry, sorry, guys. You like your box? So, um, so now I'm going to say that I'm happy I was back. Um, so it was announced that Chad Ochocinco is going to be FAMU's new sports ambassador and athletic department consultant. Are you playing with your nipple? No, grab mine. Just now, right. You don't always have to be gross, though. No, no, I'm just saying. I looked up. First, you were just grabbing your titty. 
And then you came on this side. Nothing wrong with you for playing. I just went through all my issues. I'm sorry, I'm impressed in sixth grade. You were vulnerable, and I apologize. I'll be honest with you. You're always to be toxic, dog. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was having connections. A lot. But yeah. So, um, the child just think of the new family ambassador and consultant for the athletic department. Apparently, it's a free uh, job. He's not getting paid to do it. He's doing that shit for the love of the game. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Um, what do y'all think? I mean, I think this is like probably the perfect storm in terms of bringing in, uh, in an athlete like him where he can help the school. There's very little risk that he's going to destroy his or bite his ass because he's not getting paid. So, you can still uh, bite a nigga in the ass and he uh, not be getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> like, talking, like being an embarrassment or something? Yeah, I mean, him getting paid is irrelevant. You kind of sound like a bot now, Wood. FYI. Oh, I do. I jollipize. No, like I'm, Android. I'm, so, so what do you think could happen? This? I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but what do you think is, are the negatives of this happening? Like, like he does something to embarrass the school or some shit? Why, why is everybody leaving with that? Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. Hopefully, he don't get into that with none of the co-eds. Like, what? Like, does he have oh, secret? Yeah. And I mean, who posts a lot of shock, shock stuff? So he has a history of domestic violence, um, and that's the only thing I could see him getting into. But I don't see how that reflects negatively on the school. He would have to do something so egregious. Like, he doesn't strike me as a violent man, even with his domestic disputes that he's had. It'd be on some petty, I'm not finna back down, so you gotta back down for it. He headbutted his ex-wife, and she, like, he headbutted the fuck out of her, and she needed stitches in her face. Who the fuck headbutts? Like, you, you're a child. I don't see him working up enough drama for it to be enough trouble. Like, I think it's, it's a negative. I think it's gonna be more so a, a non-factor like this is a this is a this is a made-up position right yeah, did somebody have this before him the position was made up specifically for him i believe so does he have like real job duties that's what i'm saying like you're not paying this man so <laughs> you're just kind of like making him like an honorary rap because he loves famu and we love him loving famu which is cool but like they should have put this nigga on the payroll that way they could give this nigga like a real like job description like at at this point you just a consultant so what you just gonna walk around football practice and tell niggas how to run their drills like i don't he know he just I has wish, the ad's phone now. i wish that's it i just wish they would have really made him a part of yeah. something he's just I don't an, know. yeah influencer basically like a family football influencer that's what he is right yeah that's what that's what it looks like to me I, too. They, I don't they know. Put a little I wish they would have put them on the payroll. They, but that's what I'm saying about the school, I guess, or whatever, making an announcement. They put a little off behind it. I don't, do we have money for that? I mean, what do you pay? Him? I think maybe Something. they find, maybe they're trying to assess. I mean, because there's value in that, but they they don't know what it is because they've never seen nothing like that. But maybe it's a situation where they, he shows and proves, and then they add him to the payroll. That's what they're gonna do. do, do why would you do anything for free? Like you don't you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. So I feel like it must be like some sort of carrot to lead to something bigger. Uh, I don't think so. I think they were just like, hey, you want to do this? And then they were like, yeah, I fuck with fam. And like, fam, fuck with you, nigga. Like, come on. So I don't, I think it'll be short-lived because, again, I don't even know what this mother, uh, family ambassador consultant does. But, you know, it's cool for now. Do 
high schoolers respect Chad Ochocinco like we do? Like, if that nigga showed up in your living room, are you like, ooh, Chad Ochocinco? Yeah, I mean, or are you like, Chad, I gotta look him up? He's media, too. Like, he has the I Am Athlete podcast. I Am Athlete's not, like, a small podcast. You know what I'm saying? So he has that. I know he does some stuff on ESPN. He has enough media cachet. I mean, if I look, I don't want to yeah, so there's value. I mean, this nigga got 1.9 million followers. That, that shit kind of matters. So, I mean, I think he has enough uh, cachet that he could help with recruiting. Um, that might be a part of it. He could help niggas in the program. Like, I mean, with professional development and trying to get to the pros. I mean, there's, it's, it's, there's value there. And maybe they're just, I feel like, I really feel like they're just trying to assess what the value is. I'm hoping. But I'm also being very hopeful and positive. I'm like, I don't like for fam to make bad. I'm hoping everybody taking. Uh, Everybody's playing the cache drink game. That's two. You're two shots in. Let's go. I don't even know what it means. But I can't see words. <laughs> no one knows what it provides. Sounds sweet as fuck. Gets the people going. Oh, that's a new one. Speaking of honks, I think that's it for the podcast. That is it. <laughs> I thought. Um, I thought that's what that's what you were signaling. Like the end. I want to give a shout out to myself. Tomorrow is my birthday. Woo! Birthday, I know we don't do with all due respects no more, so I just want to give my shout. I am Pisces. I feel like we sh- I feel like we should bring back with all due respects, just cause like nobody's doing their homework. A long time ago, I really miss it. I miss all due respects. Let's good bring it back. You just gave us thanks. So cause Wood didn't do his homework, so we're just gonna bring it back. Why this nigga just want to change everything? God. <laughs> We six years in, nigga. Like, yeah, damn. People have they like it at the end. We'll start the next next like the the benediction at church. We got we get listen, we got soundboard back with all the respects back. Hey, man. We back, we back, man. Real blessings, man. If I didn't back again, y'all please give me a little bit of notice so I can be cute for y'all. This, is this it. ain't you, it. You cute. You had a shirt you could have put on. This is a roll to call out. Don't do don't First do it like thing, that. Oh, I'm sorry, International Women's History Day. I'm sorry. Right, like the people people listening didn't know she had a robe on. Hate it. Well, you can see it. All the ads. that I have to Right, right. You tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we show appreciate you. We will definitely have you back. Nice. All right, this was great, guys. Did you ever get your T-shirt? Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to get it. Okay. Well, all right. Well, guys, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> That'll do us. <laughs> but you ain't got to take Jay's word for it.